App State kicks off spring practice. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. All right. Uh, we'll talk about App State kicking off spring practice really early. They did that, I believe, on t- Tuesday, yesterday. Uh, we'll talk Sunbelt basketball as well. Are they going to get screwed out of the NIT? And we'll do an early Sunbelt. Thursday preview, really one big ball game. I think most of the favored teams should win. You never know. But there's one big ball game, at least on on Thursday, compared to probably more on Saturday. So I was a little bit surprised to see. I saw Adam Witten, uh, play-by-play broadcaster for uh, App State, tweeted out, App State spring practice kicking off today. I, let me see. What, make sure I get that right, what day it was. Uh, it was he, he he tweeted that out early um well actually he tweeted it out monday morning so it did it, it, it went out monday they started on monday my goodness and it seems i mean that's going right from bowl game to early signing period right you might get a little bit over the holidays but not much to regular signing day and recruiting and then it just starts again <clears throat> Really quickly, really quickly. I mean, they App State. I went through all of the uh, schools, and right now I only got. Let's see here, one, two, three. Well, I'll tell you what I got. I, I'll go through the schools. A lot of them don't have dates for uh, their spring game or when they do spring practice. More in the East have them. Then in uh, the West, JMU spring game, April 20th. They're kicking off spring practice on the 21st. Georgia Southern spring game on the 20th. Marshall spring game on the 20th. Uh, Georgia State started spring practice uh, on the 13th. Coastal and ODU don't have any dates. Cajun, South Alabama, Southern Miss have no dates. Arkansas State is kicking off spring practice on March 10th. Troy on March 19th. ULM and Texas State all a TBA. All right, so there's a lot that goes into this, I guess. Talking to a coach uh, recently, or a little bit ago, in fact, uh, that now with the portal, and we're going to get a second portal that's opening up, and these kids are going to be able to go after spring ball. And so what's important, no matter who's coming back, and App State has a huge advantage with Joy Aguilar coming back, right? They can... They can do all sorts of things with that. They have to get the new guys and the new starters, who whether that be on the offensive line or the running backs or the wide receivers and whoever's going to work defensively, right? They got to get them up to speed with what the fall is going to be like, but they can do new wrinkles now that they're there's no competition per se for the quarterback role, right? Before they had a, a competition uh, for 23, but they won't have one for 24. It's going to be Joy Aguilar. So now let's, Get down what he's really good at, all right? And let's try and work off of that, and maybe we can add a few things, all right? So that's different than what it was in past years. 
but it's also important to work on the depth because someone's going to, you're going to lose somebody, right? And last year, you know, the Cajuns after spring ball lost Troy Amos, went to go play for Alabama, and he played a lot. And so is App State, you know, what is, you know, is Carolina going to lose somebody to Clemson or Florida State? And then Carolina's got to take somebody to fill that role. So you're always got to be, you got to be ready depth-wise. So you, it's not only in, in spring seeing who you got and trying to build around it. It's got to be prepared who's not going to be there. And so it, the coach says you got to work on the depth. That is what, that's what spring ball is now with the portal. Uh, you got to be prepared to lose. It, it, it is what it is. And generally speaking, it's NIL. It's, it's money. And that's, and that's fine. Uh, doesn't matter one way or the other why they're leaving. Although I guess if you're in a power five conference and other people have more money than you. Although I did see this. Did you see what the SEC got? Like 51 million, over $51 million. And I guess we could, could try to go look like LSU or something like that, or Alabama somewhere. They probably have what their coaches cost. All right. But it's $51 million has to cover the cost of every coach in the entire school, right? I mean, even if Brian Kelly is making, I'm just doing it off the top of my head, $10 million. McMahon's making $3 million as the basketball coach. The baseball coach, Jay Johnson, making $2 million. So that's 15. Kim Mulkey's got to be making two or $3 million. That's 17. And then everybody else falls in after that. And I'm talking about all the coaches. Every single one, right? The defensive coordinator for LSU is making two and a half, right? And probably the op offensive coordinator is going to be making some money too. So, but that's a lot of money that these G5 schools do not have, right? I mean, forget about the NIL. Like LSU doesn't have to sell a ticket or a beer, not that they can do that, or a t-shirt or anything like that. And their cost for their coaches are taken care of. Same with Alabama. Florida. Also the Big Ten. The Big Ten gets like $60 million. That's got to cover the cost of all the coaches. that They get that from the Big Ten Network. And again, kind of veering off on, on the subject, but that's why Florida State isn't happy with the 25 to 30 million or whatever it may be that they're getting from the ACC Network. Oh, it may or may not cover the cost, but not nearly as much as they are getting in the Big Ten. So uh, but that has to do with it. That, that's a different subject, different podcast. Totally. Just totally veered off into that. But it has to do it has to do with the money. Right. That's why these kids are leaving, whether they're getting, you know, fifty thousand dollars, one hundred thousand dollars. I think a lot of the kids are probably not getting nearly as much as. The public thought they were. And when they get their money is a different story. And we've been over that. I don't I don't even see it, right? Unless you're Caleb Williams or Bryce Young. I don't see the ads. I, I put stuff on Instagram. I don't scroll Instagram. Scroll Twitter, Facebook, but I don't I don't scroll Instagram or TikTok for that fact of the matter. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't really see it all that much. Uh, but App State is kicking off. So maybe it's it's interesting. Maybe if we get Sean Clark on. Why so early? Does that give you a better chance to maybe it has to do with spring break? Cause I mean, Eastern everything 
is really early, right? I mean, yesterday was Mardi Gras. Today is is uh, or Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, and and today is Ash Wednesday. And so usually, you know, Easter is right at the end of March, forty days, I guess. Um, and so you're trying to get it in. You know, in between spring breaks, sometimes it's it's not the worst thing. You know, you get two weeks in beforehand and then you take a break and then you get two weeks after and it gives the coaches a chance to uh, see what we're working with. Um, but it'd be interesting to find out. Maybe Sean Clark can be able to take, you know, some time off. You're going to need, you need, need a little bit of downtime, right, as we get ready for the season. Or does he just go right back into recruiting? And I'm sure there's a dead period in there somewhere. But App State, one of the few teams uh, that has started Spring practice, I saw somebody else mention it, uh, Hawaii, I guess, started, and they started last week. But from what I've seen, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine have not even announced when they're starting spring practice. Georgia Southern and Marshall have announced spring games on April 20th. So they're all going to start around the same time. JMU starting the 21st for spring practice. So Marshall. Uh, and Georgia Southern will start around that same uh, time. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, watched the McNeese game uh, last night. They rolled, by the way. That has nothing to do with the Sun Belt. But they had like 22, 22 wins, and they're going to set like a school record. What happens if they don't win the conference tournament? Do they get to go to – I mean, they may win 30 games and not go to the NCAA. Would they go to the NIT? And what happens with the Sun Belt? Same thing, because you got at least three, maybe four teams that could be NIT worthy. We'll talk about that next. We'll do that when we come back. Let me tell you about game time. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. That's $20 off your first purchase using the code LOCKEDON. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. One of the things we are aware of uh, is, and you should be aware of this, is this uh, NIT change, which is ridiculous. All right, so when I've been posting these net rankings uh, lately because as of right now, the Sunbelt does not have good net rankings. I mean, JMU is on the outside looking in there in, in the 50s. Uh, App State, because they lost to Texas State, look, you know, is in like the in the 70s. So if these guys don't win the conference tournament, they're not going to the NCAA. They're just not. And I think you have to be for a Sunbelt team or a group of five school, you got to be between one and 35, your net ranking, or else they are just going to take you know, the fifth best ACC team or the sixth best Big Ten team or the fifth or sixth Big 12 team, whatever the case is, they're going to take the power five. But that wasn't always the case with the NIT because you could get, if you didn't get in, 
And we'll just say, I mean, we could look at the standings here. Let's check it. Let's check a look at the standings because see where Troy is because they're regular season. Okay. So App State's got 20 wins. Troy's got 17 wins. They're actually in first place ahead of App because they beat them. And James Madison has 22. All right. Cajuns are 16 to nine and they're in fourth, but those other teams, I'm going to think those other teams are better, but we'll just say, we'll just say App and James, uh, James Madison. All right. Say, we'll do it this way. We'll do App State wins. We'll say somehow James Madison wins a conference title and App State falls short, but they have this awful, um, not awful, but not good enough net rankings. This is what came out October 27th before the season started. For the 2024 NIT, Conference regular season champions that do not win their conference tournament or are not otherwise selected to the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship will not receive an automatic bid to the NIT. So if App wins the regular season, but JMU wins the conference tournament, App doesn't necessarily get to go. And let's see what the official term is for that. That's a bunch of crap. All right. Cause I would put, I'd put, I'd put two teams in to the, uh, I'd put app and Troy or the Cajuns, depending on where they fell. You could put all three of them for that fact of the matter. Cajuns are at net rankings, like in the one twenties, So they're not going, but it is outrageous that that's what they're doing. Let's go on to the next sentence. Uh, and this was this was a, a this is a press release. This is on NCAA.com. The NIT Board of Managers has announced changes for the 2024 National Invitation Tournament. All right. So we read the first sentence that if you don't win, if you win the regular season championship, but don't automatically qualify for the NCAA tournament, you don't necessarily get into the NIT. All right. Instead, the NIT will guarantee two teams based on net rankings from each of the six conferences, Atlanta, ACC, Big East, Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, and Southeastern. What a joke. That is ridiculous. The top two teams in the net rankings not qualifying for the NCAA basketball tournament from each conference, regardless of one loss record, will be selected. Additionally, the 12 teams automatically selected will be guaranteed the opportunity to host the first round in the NIT. So you could have somebody with a losing record. I did not do this. I'll, you know what? Bear with me. Let's figure out who this might be. All right. Let's just figure this one out because that is brutal that that's the case. All right. So let's get down to, let's get down into the forties. All right. Washington state is 18 and six. They may not make it, but they're going to get into the NIT. What about Villanova? Villanova, 13 and 11. St. John's is 46. They're going to get an NIT because it's playing in New York if they get that far, right? They're 14 and 10. Plus it's patina. All right. Xavier doesn't have a good one. They're 52. But they could get, they're 13 and 11. Could they get in there? If the other teams in the Big East, let's see where we got here. Big East. All right, so UConn is one, and they'll get in. Marquette, well, UConn's four, they'll get in. Marquette, it's 11, they'll get in. Creighton is 
15, they'll get in. Villanova may not get in. So that means Villanova and St. John's where they're 13 and 11 and 14 and 10 records right now, and that's going to change, are going to get in. That's crap. <laughs> that's a really, those are really good examples. Now, we'll see if they get into the NCAA tournament. Um, at large birth, I doubt it. That's, I mean, that's kind of on the outside looking in, but those are great examples. Let's see what the um, SEC looks like. And you can go to NCAA.com slash rankings basketball. You can see this. This is not, you know, I don't have a special section here. Alabama is fifth. These are net rankings. Tennessee is sixth. Auburn is seventh. So they're going to get in. Um, Kentucky is 25th. Florida is kind of on the bubble. They're 31 or 33, in fact. Uh, Mississippi State is uh, 36. AM is 37th. They had a tough loss. Poor Aggies. Lose of Andy. Um, South Carolina has an interesting rating. They're like 21 and three, and they're like 45th. Something ain't right with that. And Ole Miss, but that's what you're going to get. So those aren't bad, right? But say somehow all those teams get in the NCAA tournament. I don't think they will, right? You could have a Georgia 14 and 10 in the NCAA tournament. Come on. It's brutal. <laughs> Some it's brutal. And so someone's going to get screwed. Right, there's a better chance that uh, App State winning the end, winning the uh, automatic birth and JMU going to the NIT than the other way around. Let's just check what it is right now. Let's see here, James Madison, as of a Tuesday night, fifty uh, fourth, and App State is eighty two. Cajuns are one seventeen. Troy's one thirty three. Again, those will change uh, slightly, but not all that much. Uh, we'll see what happens. But just preparing you in advance that the Sun Belt is probably going to get screwed and a good chance that they won't send a team to the uh, NIT, which is unfortunate. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We will uh, look at uh, the quick preview of Thursday's uh, basketball action. We also got baseball. We need to do that probably for tomorrow's episode or maybe even um, Thursday's episode. We can do some of that. That would be for Friday's episode. We'd look to baseball for that. Uh, all right, let's take a time out. We'll get to it. It's been a little Mardi Gras uh, down here in Lafayette. All right, uh, let's take a time out. Let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet all, bet on all of your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NBA. Don't look now, but the Pelicans are fifth in the Western Conference. I'm not sure how far they can get. They they get Washington tonight, and then they don't have a hard schedule coming back. They they get 
post Mardi Gras. They got some teams that they can beat coming in before the schedule gets harder. We'll we'll see. Uh, they got 27 games after the Washington game. They go 17 and 10. That's 50 wins. That's that's. I don't think that's impossible. That'd be crazy. Uh, all right. Um, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Watch who plays in the Washington game. That should be a game that the Pelicans should cover. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the early uh, matchups again. I don't think there's that great of matchups. Texas State and South Alabama are both 4-8. Uh, the Cajuns are going to Old Dominion. They cannot take them lightly, and we'll post a couple of uh, videos for that Wednesday and Thursday from Themis Folks and Bob Marlin. Uh, Coastal is taking on Georgia Southern. They both have losing records. Georgia Southern coming off a bad loss against Buffalo. Uh, James Madison hosting Georgia State. All of a sudden, Georgia State's won a couple of games in a row. Southern Miss taking on Monroe at home. And Troy is taking it on Arkansas State. That could be a good ball game. Uh, but really, the only one, the big matchup, at least on, on Thursday, is going to be Marshall against App State. And that is a huge ball game. App State's already technically in second behind Troy. And Marshall is trying to get a top four seed. So that is a huge ball game. That's really the big one. Let me see. Other than... Well, the Cajuns, yeah, I guess the Cajuns are the big one uh, against App State on Saturday. So not great basketball games there either. There are some tough games. Can Marshall go on the road and win? Uh, Texas State is hot. What happens if they're taking on Southern Miss? Um, so, yeah, those top four seeds are going to be the big ones. So that is the big, uh, that is the big deal. Not much, not much good matchups doesn't mean it won't be good basketball right not at all i mean app state well we didn't i you know who knew about the mac i didn't all i know is that buffalo was bad <laughs> may have made a few bucks on that early on in the season on FanDuel, but uh we, we saw you know central michigan takes down odu at the end you know odu had a couple of chances there could be good ball games i'm just not sure if we're going to get a lot of upsets and you know is is you know, does App State sweep? And, you know, what does Marshall do? Again, I guess App State's got the big weekend, right? Is that what the deal is? That's, yeah. So Marshall, I mean, App State's, play, App State's playing two tough ball games. They get Marshall and the Cajuns. So they're the ones with the tough ball games. Um, James Madison looking to stay tight with Troy. Troy's got Texas State and, let's see, Monroe. So, Monroe playing much better than they had been early on in the season. Texas State, I think, has rattled off, what, three in a row? So they're playing with some confidence. They've won four in a row. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. Uh, softball on Tuesday. Cajuns have, I don't know what's going on with the Cajuns. They do not have any pop in their bats. It's a very uncajuns like softball team. You fall behind. Okay. And so, you know, you get these great, great pitchers. And okay, but they've only scored three runs in their last three ball games. That is not very good. They lost what 2 1, 9 1, and or 3 1, 9 1, and 2 to 1. That is something's not right with the Cajuns. Their bats uh, have to get going. Uh, they do get Baylor uh, this weekend, though. Uh, all right, let's take, uh, well, let's wrap things up. All right. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We'll follow more teams uh, as uh, 
spring practice gets going. All right, App State's going to be done. App State's going to be done with spring practice before some teams start. <laughs> see if we can find out why. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully, everybody uh, did have a safe and fun Mardi Gras. I'm still I'm loving my baby kicks. Uh, this was the former New Orleans minor league baseball team. They ended up moving to Wichita. The uh, nickname and mascot did not help save the club down in New Orleans, but I still got mine. I still got mine. All right, let's. Uh, we'll see you again uh, tomorrow. We'll we'll do more on uh, on the basketball games coming up on uh, Thursday. Uh, thank you so much for watching. You've been watching Lockdown Sunbelt, your team. Every day.